Living out here in the sticks. Something men do. Work on dicks. You got trailer parks and sparks coming from cars that you work on in the lawn. Sometimes your wife will be gone. That's when your friends got to give you some dome. You know he'll make your house a home. And that's the way it goes when you got a good bro. Tonight nothing comes for free. Talking about poop. Talking about pee. Talking about old GG. And that's the way she goes. Welcome to Death Metal Dudes! Holy fuck, boys. We made it for one fucking year. One year. Now, the year milestone, man, is we recorded our first official podcast. Uh, it didn't go up until like the middle of August because it takes a long time to do that goofy shit, but I'm going to count it. You know what I'm saying? We're recording one tonight. We used to do it on Tuesday. We switched to Wednesday. It all fell in line together. Yep. First one we did was the Mexican cartel episode. You can still find that up on iTunes. Yes, you can. A lot of fun because uh, when we did that one, we went over to our producer Mark's house. And he's trying to put together a podcast recording studio situation. And he invited us to come because we were already, I mean, we weren't doing a podcast, but we were doing this on Facebook Live. Right? Yep. Which seemed like the future of social media and sharing. Like, maybe podcasting was going by the wayside, which I don't think it's going by the wayside, but I will say that it seems like there's a lot of money going towards YouTube for homegrown programming. I know Apple, uh, when they're doing away with iTunes, because, you know, they have Apple Music. Yeah. There's no reason to have iTunes. Yep. Uh, that can hurt people because I know that some people buy stuff from artists. Anyway, I'm not going to give you a business rundown. Thing is, is that there's still a whole wave on the future that's probably going to merge podcast into some type of live video recording, which we're well far ahead of. We record it live on YouTube. You can check it out. Not this week because our man Mark had a work function. So here we are in my grandparents' recreational vehicle like we've done a few. But when we went to Mark's house... He wanted somebody that uh, kind of already had an established idea to help us all out, you know, get rolling along. And we went over there, and neither of us knew Mark that well. No. And we came over, and we talked about a bunch of brutal murders that the cartel had done. Yep. He legitimately got nervous as though the cartel would possibly come hunt us down. Fucking hilarious. Hilarious. Because there's a, for sure a small chance... In the the news at that time, you remember it was like a dude that was messing with the cartel via social media. Yeah, like posting YouTube videos, talking shit on the what the fuck, and they just killed his ass, right? Yeah. So that got Mark super nervous, which is so funny. A year later, been through. I wouldn't say ups, not a lot of downs, mostly ups. I mean, it's a it's a hard podcast to do for me. Yeah. Uh, love it, but it's nice to sit back and say, uh, I mean, I, you don't ever know where something like this is going to take you. 
Yeah. Uh, it is the only thing that I really look forward to in my uh, day-to-day week. You know, work. Fucking like, man, I can't wait till Wednesday gets here. Yeah, I mean, it's just... <laughs> I like to sit down and do it, but the up... The to-it part's hard. Um, but yeah, it's fun to do. Fun to do. Uh, glad we are going to keep doing it. I didn't think we would... You never know, man, because... I mean, I, I don't ever recommend setting the bar low. I recommend having goals and plans to do big things. But realistically, I figured when we started the podcast, we would put it out every week. I knew we could probably be consistent on that front if we did it by ourselves or with the help of Mark, which has been awesome. Yeah. Um, I knew we could at least – I knew we could do it. And I just figured that we'd probably have like 100 people regularly listen you know, which is not for some. I'm not. There's several, several podcasts run by several, several comedians that uh, I know for a fact don't have a hundred listens a week. Yeah, still plugging away, uh, and good on you. You know, if you like to do something, who gives a fuck? Are you real? If you're real, stuff like that shouldn't influence you. But it's been real cool to see. I mean, we get, you know. Not trying to be a boaster, and it's not because this uh, that this is small potatoes for a podcast. Yeah, but you know we we got it's all like every episode has like twenty thousand plays. Yeah, which you know it's people subscribing, and that's <clears throat> the main goal with doing it. One was just to hang out with buddy. Yeah, you know, get together, crack up a couple of cold beers, and talk some shit. Yeah. But you know that we we took the uh, the research seriously. I, th- I think made an entertaining product. I guess. Yeah, I, I think we just captured the magic of our sexual fantasies and desires through our friendship without ever having sex. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, me and buddy, man, we talk about that mind sex. Mind sex. We're actual real life best friends, so. You know, hanging out with us is an oddity. Yeah. Uh, when people hang out with us that don't know us, news has always traveled far and wild, <laughs> far and wide, that it was a wild experience. Yeah. People are often taken aback when they spend like an evening of drinking with us. Oh, yeah. So we figured, one, that uh, it, it'd be fun to have like essentially the entire country hang out with us. Yeah. Every week. Uh, one thing I always, you know, uh, one stupid thing about being involved in any type of, I, don't, I can't say any type of entertainment thing cause I don't know anything but comedy on a for sure level. But what happens when you ha- do something marginally successful, a lot of people will ask you for advice and really, uh, the only advice I can give is to never misrepresent yourself. Yeah. You know, don't make a character. Don't be inauthentic because that'll come back and bite you in the ass. I think I really don't know for sure. I did, I can't do that, but we've just basically presented ourselves, but done legit research and try to present cool stories that you want to hear about and just hang out. Besides that, yeah, and a ton of people listen, and that shit's crazy to me. I don't think you know it's it, when you're do when you're like midway through the week and you're trudging through reading through hours and hours of stuff. I mean, I do most of the research online or I read cheesy books online written by people who have no business writing books. People like me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 
it's it's you don't think about like the tangible rewards of it and uh yeah it's just cool to see and also as it started progressing it's like what positive can come from it well we want to have a community of people around us throughout the country that are in the world really that are into the same shit we're into i mean it's like five niche things that i think everyone who likes one of those things at least dabbles in the other true crime metal the occult horror movies it all flows together everyone's into the same like if you're into one of those things the venn diagram of where those touch corners are always really close so i'm not trying to rant i'm trying i'm gonna be quiet and i'm gonna tell you about some terrible reality i mean terrible reality and that's what you want to hear and i know it uh but i i do sincerely want to thank every single one of you that listens i mean you say it every week and you the words can be hollow you can i'm not going through the motions i really do uh as much you know probably bore you to death with this shit but me and buddy both work full-time jobs we got kids we got wives uh other we got other shit going on um but but after we started doing this shit we started taking our physical health way more seriously yep i'm in the we're in the gym lifting weights six days a week um and that's fun but it's taxing and and i and i I do it you know that takes up two hours of my day every day i mean it's just like it's i'm enjoying every aspect of my life and you're enjoying most of the aspects of your life you hate your job yeah, I do. And that's fair. Yep. But fitting in anything else is is could be egregious. But the fact that we have so many people into what we're doing doesn't uh I don't want you to take that like we got a ton of people listening, so we got to keep it up. I mean, it's just it's beautiful to see because I th- I think that the more people that get to know us and we get to know you guys like we have a Facebook group, which if you're not involved in it, you should be. I know that we have I've got emails from people from fucking AOL and Hotmail. That happens all the time. Yeah, because people that are into the shit that we're into, a lot of them are older heads. Yeah, uh, I, I somebody sent me a very sweet email from an AOL an AOL America yeah. Online probably had the free trial CD address where they they wanted to get on patreon they wanted to give us a five-star review yep but they said that they went out and bought a fucking prepaid smartphone situation from walmart just to listen to this shit that's awesome because they yeah they had like their inner they live like in and i don't want to blow up their spot you know but they live their living situation is like country and fucked off they heard about it had heard it on the internet and wanted to dive into it so just shit like that, man, is insane to me. Um, yeah. Blown away. Thank you guys so much. Everyone involved. Not going to hit you with any advertisements for our bullshit. Just really w- want to pass on the love that I had for you. Yeah. For sitting down and listening to this. Won't take up. I mean, we're at 12 minutes, so I'm not going to take up any more of your time. Uh, if you paid attention to social media at all this week, you know that we are covering one of the most divisive one of the most insidious, one of the most disgusting. Man, is the most. You think he, nah, man, there's worse. In fucking punk? 
Oh yeah, what I mean, just I'm I'm and about music? To, I'm about to paint a, a human being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Human being wise, he's up there. Oh yeah. Never caught. I mean, but you know, if uh, Albert Fish would have not caught a body, if he would have never eaten a person, Gigi Allen would be grosser than Albert Fish. Yeah. Yeah. And that's who we're talking about. And this is another one of those cases where I certainly thought this was going to be a one-part episode. It's got to be two. It's got to be two. You don't know Gigi. Nobody knows Gigi. <laughs> I was waiting to see how far we could get before that happened. But, you know, I mean, everyone that's been into extreme music has at least heard of Gigi Allen. Yes. And when you've heard of Gigi Allen, you probably heard something like he eats shit. He throws shit all over people. Uh-huh. He pisses all over crowds. He's always naked. He's got a weird dick. Uh, does insane shit on talk shows. Whatever you heard about Gigi, true. Yep. Doesn't even scratch the surface. Not a bit. If you haven't dived into the life and times of Gigi Allen, which you're about to. That's what we're here for. We're going to give it to you. Buddy did the research. Uh, If you haven't seen Hated in the Nation, worth watching. Yeah. The dudes that that made it are cool as fuck. It's the producer of uh, all the fucking Hangover movies. Or the guy that made the Hangover movies. Well, those movies honk. Yeah, they do. But the guys seem cool. Yeah. And, I mean, Gigi is Gigi. There's nobody else. Uh, me and Buddy were talking about this earlier before we started doing the podcast. That, uh, you know, if if Gigi hadn't been in the small limelight that he was, if he wasn't known, I firmly believe that he would have been a serial killer. Man, I Yeah. I mean, who knows? He may have been. I mean, I just don't. You, you just don't know. There's just so many things that would point towards that. He's got the same. We'll get into it, but it's yeah. just similar history as some of these other sick fuckers. You know, we've covered. Right. Yeah, we'll get into it. Uh, I I recommend and and we're. Uh, I recommend watching Hated in the Nation. It's not going to blow anything for you, uh, for part two, because uh, there's so much of GG, and yeah. it doesn't encompass his life you know it's entertaining they made it like uh like something you could sit down and watch and have a good time watching one of the it's like the wild wonderful whites of west virginia type of thing that's uh, worse like it's just more gross oh it, yeah it's worse <laughs> but i mean they made they, it watches like a movie is what i'm saying yeah it's, it's a it's a fast well-paced documentary yeah and it's it's not you know we're, we're about to get into the details of Gigi. is what i'm saying and they're it's more of like a an action film. they got to make a film about Gigi's life who would you like to see play Gigi Allen on the big screen? Huh. Johnny Knoxville? No. Who's that? Bring old? back Bam Margera? No. We need somebody <laughs> with a real misshaped fucking head. A uh, shitty mustache. Yo, what about uh what about the fat red headed kid from Big Green? Play Gigi? Yeah. He's still fat. Gigi's a little fat. No. He's got a pot belly. Yeah, but from doing heroin. Yeah, he's malnutritioned. Yeah. Um I I'm certain that Hollywood would probably pick Jared Leto. Ah oh, man, you know who's got a misshaped head and is and is definitely not eating? Who that? That would be perfect. 
Christina Ricci. <laughs> Christina Ricci, please play Gigi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your name sounds like Gigi. Uh, you look like man. She kind of does look like Gigi. Yeah, man. And I'm all for crossing over. You know, you keep that gender fluid. Yeah. Let her do it. Let's hit her up. If you guys <laughs> got a Christina Ricci <laughs> contact, get on Twitter. I we I don't use Twitter. I wish I knew how. Uh, yeah, you hit up. I know that celebrities fuck with Twitter. I know that's the way to reach a celebrity. Man, somebody's definitely gonna hit up Christina Ricci. Oh yeah, for sure. That's <laughs> hilarious. Yep, yep, yeah, dude. And 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 when you do, you know, tag everybody in it. So I want to see it. Oh man, I'm sure it's probably at Christina Ricci. Dude, you want to hear some weird shit about yeah. before we? Last thing I say before we get into Gigi Allen speaking of Christina Ricci, you ever seen that movie, The Ice Storm? I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. No. Yo, so in that movie, Christina Ricci, first of all, I've, when Wednesday Adams uh-huh. was out, I was the same age. Did you think she was hot? Oh, my God, Me dude. too, bud. Fucking A, because I was like a depressed fucking 10-year-old. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And uh, she was a depressed 10-year-old, and I that revved my engine, buddy. Yeah. Let me tell you. Yeah. Like a 76 Camaro. Yeah. Uh, and then I watched her grow up. But when I was around 14, she was in a movie called The Ice Storm. I'm pretty sure it's The Ice Storm. Anyway, boring-ass movie with uh, John Cusack as, like, the main guy. Oh. Cheating on his wife type of shit. Yeah, with Christina Ricci? No, no. Uh, not a pedophile situation. She okay. has sex with another teenager. Yeah? Uh, can't remember if it shows Knocker. Don't think it does. Uh, but she wears a Richard Nixon mask while they bone. Whoa. I'm telling you right now, man. I Prozac Nation. Watched it many a time. Shirt. Sure. Yeah. She's a... Oh, man. Beautiful. Beautiful woman. Love it. Feeling real creepy right now. You got to get in a creepy mind frame to talk about Gigi Allen. If you're not, you're going to fuck it up, you know? I got in mind frame today, man. I had to clean or... Move my father-in-law's daughter's shit out of her house. She didn't pack none of it up. Everything covered in cat piss, dog shit. (laughs) It was dirty as fuck, man. It was the worst thing. I felt. I took the listen last five years. Maybe. Well, it's like definitely like one of those. It's it was that gross. It was pretty gross. Like, oh my god, dude. But uh, What what did she say? She wasn't there. Yeah, okay. She's at work. She works at a funeral home. Doing what? Man, just like helping people grieve, I guess. Isn't I that know. like a good job? No, not here. Oh, it's Arkansas, okay. man. But, uh, man, just think about this, though, man. Is like, I'm not the most clean person. Not the most hygienic person. Oh, I mean, not even close. I took, I, you know how the last time I used the loofah was? Church camp when I was eight. Yeah. You know, never done that. Uh, like a real loofah? Oh, uh, yeah. Did you buy one? No, no, no. There was one at the house, man. I took it, scrubbed my feet, my arms, my bung. <laughs> that sounds like an army march. Scrub my feet, my arms, my, my bung. bung. Don't want dirt up in my lung. <laughs> man, gross. But, yeah, I was like, this, is, this isn't even half of what we people experience at a Gigi show. He would have loved that. Fucked up person. Dude, I've seen a couple of episodes of Hoarders 
Yeah. Recently. People collecting shit in milk jugs. Well, there was this dude. Uh, what brought me into Hoarders is there was this black dude, right? Uh-huh. And he was all into collecting Nazi shit. What? <laughs> <laughs> dude. Man, let me tell you. One of the cool, and he was like straight racist as well. What the hell? Yeah. Well, he hated Jews. Okay. Uh... Like a 70-something-year-old black man. Okay. Had a bunch of Nazi shit, but you know how hoarders are about collecting everything, hence the name. Yeah. And just letting their place fall into fucking utter turmoil. The funniest thing to me is that you like to see, even though the dude was not a white guy, uh, you still like to see someone that identifies with a Nazi take a fucking L. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big time. And, man, he thought that all this shit that he had was worth millions of dollars. He was like, "This is all authentic Nazi shit." Here, it like, walked the guy through it. They brought an appraiser out there, and he looked at everything. Yo, of course, all of it fake. Because he got it at a gas station or some something. Something I don't know. You know, <laughs> however the fuck he got it, it was all fake. So what he thought, he had like a couple of things that were real, but most of it was bullshit. And he, what he thought, his whole game plan was that he was going to sell his shit. And then move on to a better life, like for like permanently, like that was his retirement and shit. Okay. And so they tell this dude, and for f- fuck this guy anyway. There's something wrong. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like it makes no sense. Uh, but you know, if you're anti-Semitic, fucking, I, it doesn't. If you hate another race, it doesn't really matter what color you are. I guess you end up, especially identifying yourself as a Nazi or with that group. Absurd. The yeah. band. Ugh. <laughs> Honkin'. Yeah, man, some of it's not that bad, but let me no, say... the newer... St- yeah, 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 it's not... It sucks. Most, some of it stinks. Most of it. Yeah, they had so many different... They have, like, two mem- good albums. Yeah. Well, that's more than you can say for a lot of bands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anywho, the guy finds out that his entire $2 million collection is worth, like, $1,000. <laughs> and, dude, he fucking melts, you yeah. know? Because again, this is his the end of his life fund. This uh, he he. I mean, he for sure thinks he's obviously shithouse crazy anyway. Yeah. But he thinks that he's gonna like. And on top of that, his they start cleaning his shit, and the home inspector comes through because he can finally fit inside the house. Condemns his house. Man, I already got on his knees and went. Tell me something good. Tell me that you're Hitler. <laughs> what the hell? This is a Mein Kampf world. But yeah, he took a hard loss. That shit was hilarious. And then the very next episode of that was this fucking creepy white dude who was a badass fucking artist. And he painted himself as a rat guy. Whoa. It was a monster. I can't remember the name. It was something crazy. But he would, like, paint himself with women, and it was all women that he had, like, dated and shit. Yeah. And he would, like, have a nude portrait of the woman, and then him as this gross fucking rat next to him. Oh. Pretty tight art. So that's it, that's cool, I mean, man. You, it could be, like, an Integrity album cover. Yeah. Uh, and then the dude, like, like, one of the women that he loved and had painted, like, you saw her fucking tits in oil painting, but it was still her knocks, you know? Yeah. Was there. And uh, she saw a painting of her for the first time, and she was like, and he, the dude was like, uh, the rat had been stabbed or some shit, and he was bleeding because he was all heartbroken, and he was like betrayed by the woman, and he's like explaining the whole thing, and she's like, is that me? 
and he fucking breaks down. It's like, yes, it is. Uh, hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. That is Top hilarious, notch. man. Top-notch programming. Uh, I fuck with horrors. Anyway, yo, yo, 23 minutes in. Sorry about that, but here we are talking about G to the G. We're going to give you all the gross details right now. Two-part episode, especially because I rambly dambled for a long time. Now, Gigi was born in Lancaster, New Hampshire. Uh, live free or die, motherfucker. Gigi certainly took up that mantle. August 29th, 1956. His dad, Merle Allen Sr., of course, Gigi's brother, named Merle, still alive. Largest yep. collection of serial killer shit, right, buddy? Uh, yeah, he's got to love to talk about it. Yeah, I do. Uh, you like Merle? I do like Merle. You're a Merle guy. I am, man. Uh, let me just say, fuck Merle. Okay. The entire <laughs> the entire Gross family can get fucked. He's not that gross, man. Uh, he's actually pretty normal. Wears Lee pipes. He's like sixty, though. Yeah, he wears a baggy jean short. He's got cool. Fucking chops, though. <laughs> no, that's not a thing. That's not a, a real scenario. He's the only person with them, man. No. Those old fucking oi boys suck, man. No. Oi boys? <laughs> <laughs> he got a cool mustache and a cool fucking pair of sunglasses and a cool goddamn fucking sideburn situation. Yeah, I can't stand him. Uh, looking at him infuriates me. It's hilarious to me, man. Yeah, it, it, To you, I mean, looking at him is funny. Because that's why he does it. Nah, man, it's not. You don't think so? Nah, I just think he's a fucking dork. Everybody's that way. Are they? Yeah, everybody's a dork. Are they? Yes. Are they? Keg hits. <laughs> man, I like a duality, man. I told you, man. Uh, we got that one thing. His dad, his dad's a religious fanatic. He's a recluse, of course. Keeps himself away. That's there's always a certain level of churchosity that you get to, where you cut yourself off from the because it's a, the rest of the world is bullshit. Yeah. If you're listening to God, uh, the secular world, big problem. Big problem. Big fucking problem. You're not supposed to fuck with it. If you're real, if you're taking the Bible literally, you can you should only associate. I mean, you should get out there and preach the word, but as far as your personal life, once the day is done, when it's over with, you got to be at home with your family and not deal with TV, yeah, telephone, radio. Don't let that outside world in. Well, the problem is they're part of that outside world because those motherfuckers like to come knock on my fucking door. Dude, me too. That just happened to me last week. Yeah, I hate that shit. That's one of the downfalls of living in the South. But in, yeah, people, if you live in the north, uh, you might get this. We'll check this shit out. Last week, Sunday morning. That's like my only day to sleep. We have some new neighbors moving across the street. I hear a knock on the door. Pisses me off instantly. Sometimes around here what we'll get are people selling magazine subscriptions. That's like the only people that ever come to our door. Yeah. So I hear it, and before I open the door, I'm just like, what? Wearing only boxers. Kick the door open. I'm not, I, mean, I wear a boxer brief, you know what I mean? It's yeah, a tight yeah, fit. Yeah. You can see it all. Um, it's a tight fit. Open the door. Two nice-looking people are out there with a the plate of cookies. Hi, we're the Prestons. We're new neighbors. I go, uh, fucking Sunday morning. No thanks. Then they go, we wanted to bring these cookies and invite you to church. And then I'm just fucking with them. And I'm like, hey, kids, get my gun. 
and they they like are they, like I'm smiling. You know, I'm giving them like a smile. Like I'm smiling. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like I'm being silly, and they get that. But they're like uh, backing away a little bit, and they've got the cookies. And I was like, I do not want cookies. I sleep in on Sunday. This is my only day to sleep in. If you ever come back, just please don't come in the morning. Like, leave us alone. You know, sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm. I made a post about this. I was much nicer than I was in the post. You know, I funnied it up for brevity's sake. But I was like, please, please don't come back in the morning. They're like, oh, you're not a morning person. Like, they're like, well, hey, we go to First Baptist Church. It's a beautiful facility. It's like, start selling me on the church. It's a beautiful facility. Like, okay, look, I don't care. I have to go back to bed. Are you hearing me? I got to go back to bed. They're like, all right, well, we'll 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 love to catch up with you later. And I just go, kids, gun now. And they fucking, oh. They go, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm sure that they seem real nice. You know how you, you fix know? it? How's that? Man, uh, our landlords made us put uh, no trespassing signs up on the property. Yeah. Doesn't happen anymore. Yeah, that's pretty smart. Yeah, I don't want anyone coming through. I, I caught some fucking neighbor kids in our mail not that long ago, so that's yeah. not a bad idea anyway. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, dude, people, but, but, uh, the, the, the Allens are that type of weird religious fucking freak. Uh, it's so much so that, uh, Arletta, Gigi's mom got talked into by Merle senior naming Gigi, Jesus Christ. Yep. That's his name. Yep. Birth name. Literal birth certificate. I don't think you can do that shit anymore. No. Uh, I I know I, like, literally, not a bullshit, um, what's that fucking goofy newspaper that has, like, Batboy and shit? National Enquirer. Yeah. This is a not a National Enquirer story, real shit. Some parents tried to name their kid, like, hell yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. Weren't allowed to, so you know what they named him instead? What? Metallica. Okay. <laughs> You're with it? Yeah. You're with it. His middle name, first four albums? <laughs> <laughs> Man, that'd be tight as hell. Uh, so, yeah, G- Jesus Christ Allen. Uh, Merle said that he had been visited by Jesus Christ, and he told him that his son would be a great man under the reign of the Messiah. Yep. That he could possibly go on to be a Messiah himself. Yeah. And his fucking wife heard that shit. Said, yeah, that's beautiful to hear because I got this weird dude in my womb. And when he comes out, we're going to name Jesus Christ Jr. Jesus Christ Jr. in fact. Uh Uh-huh. That's how old Gigi's kicking off. They lived in a fucking log cabin, no running water, no electricity. And we're talking about 1956, so that's not that unusual. No. For I mean, it is. It is. Um but not for rural areas. No. Like, in the 1950s world, I mean, even today, remember when we got kind of lost in the Appalachian Mountains? Yeah. There's spots where there's probably not electricity, you know? Yeah. Uh, there's some weird shit going on up there. Oh, yeah. Real weird shit. Yeah. Remember, that, remember when we got turned around and went down that one-way dirt road, and it was like four houses pretty close to each other? They definitely didn't have electricity. Yeah. Because they had all the old timey. They had like the well out front with like the fucking uh, that bucket thing on it. Mm-hmm. And they had, uh, you know, there's no power lines, no cell phone signal. Um, everyone had like fire pits and shit in the front. Like you could tell that there's no modern amenities. 
And then there was that church in the middle of the four houses. Uh-huh. Yo, what the fuck was going on up there? Man. North Carolina, you know, dude, there got to be something insane happening at night. Because if you you know, you're aware of the modern world because that wasn't more than like 30 minutes away from a town. Yeah. Uh, so you're aware. Yeah. And you chose that. But you put a weird church. And it was one of those weird churches. Like the one room, big open fucking room churches with like the real open look. Yeah. Uh, the door of the church was open. Yeah. No one was around. Not a goddamn person. The Lord. <laughs> yeah, he's always there. So they were fucking out there for sure. Yeah. Weird fucking. Weird church fucking. Fucking incest. Yeah. Yeah, it had to be some. Yeah. Who knows? But that's the type of shit that's going on here. Um, once they, they, they did have Gigi in a hospital, Jesus Christ, they, they did have JC in a hospital, uh, and, and, uh, Gigi's older brother Merle was already born and he couldn't say Jesus. So he called him JJ. Yeah. Oh, JJ. So, uh, well, they're not Southern, but New Hampshire's pretty much in South. You ever been up there? Yeah. It's, uh, it's man. rural, dude. Uh, they do that live free or die shit is like the model of the state, but everyone up there is like a fucking, like, I think that they're fucking liberal for the most part. Cause isn't that where, no, Bernie Sanders is Vermont. Yeah. Yeah. But they're on some open carry. I think, I actually think it's concealed carry, no permit up there. Okay. They're, they're wilding out in Vermont, in, uh, in New Hampshire. They're wilding out. It's yeah. like, it's like the South, but in the North. It is like they probably were. They were probably were the northern state that was like, you know, this Emancipation Proclamation shit. It's not gonna fly up here, pal. Live free or die, for whites. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Man, even, I don't think there's too many black people around that area. No, nah, not mean, not it's, in it's the still, smaller. It's areas. still not heavily populated. I, it's the I think it's the smallest state. Is it okay? Uh, no, Rhode Island is, but it's okay. it's not huge. Um, for for. It's not budding with culture. Nah, man, it's it's not. It's a it's a it's a beautiful place. Like if, you're an, of, if you're an outdoors person, tight. Whole lot of people cooking stews over a fireplace on a cast iron. Yeah, New Brunswick stew, yeah. hot. That's hot out there. Yeah, fuck a lot of stews, a lot of fireplaces, a lot of rustic shit, a lot of hiking. Um, lots so of Merle, uh, Merle, jams. Yeah, Gigi came from Merle not being able to pronounce Jesus. Uh, the the problem with somebody like. Merle Sr., you're a religious fanatic. You know, some the Bible in the Old Testament especially obviously has lots of issues. Yeah. Uh, one of those issues that most people have abandoned far in the past, you know, I'm not going to shit on anyone that's religious just because they're religious, but it essentially tells you to kick your kid's ass. Yeah. Tells you, you know, there's, there's a famous passage, spare the rod, spare the child, but it goes into depth about how people like... Um, you know, Abraham, God's fucking OG son, yeah, was going to fucking murder his son because God told him to do it. Yep. I mean, they're wilding out, beating the shit out of kids, beating the shit out of women. The Bible didn't tell you necessarily to do it, but it told you that all the heroes in the Bible were doing it. Yeah. And it told you things like discipline your wife, discipline your child. So, of course... The Allens are getting their fucking asses whooped. Uh, one of the tactics that he used to instill fear in the Allen boys is that he would make them dig the entire family graves. 
Yep. All four of them. Two young boys. And tell them, two young boys, that if they kept fucking around, he was going to kill both of them, their mother, and then himself. He did a bunch of weird shit. There's some other stuff I didn't put in there, but he, he wasn't a big fan of pleasure. He felt guilty about it. And so if his wife wouldn't put out, he would uh, get mad and take the mattress downstairs and set it on fire in oh, front yeah. of the kids and make them watch. You know, weird shit like that. Sure. Just, I mean, I felt like that. Yeah. You know? That's what happens, really. Is he was probably a sane dude, but she just would never fucking suck his dick in their fucking old yeah. Chevy or something. Yeah, man, marriage is weird because uh, I got a cool marriage. Yeah, I do too. Uh, but I'm also got problems. Yeah, that's normal. I stay hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's probably what your problem is. <laughs> when your dick's hard and she goes down there and you fucking fart in her mouth. <laughs> if you didn't hear that fart, I farted. Uh, and put the mic up to his fucking <laughs> yeah, hole and then well, up I'm to his to mouth. Make it a three D soundscape experience out here, you know. All right, <laughs> um, man, we should just do a laser light show with us farting. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be uh, totally interesting to watch for everyone involved. But uh, man, sometimes you're just fucking like, I mean, uh, like lifting weights for me is like really, I don't know, like squat day. Yeah. I get so horny. Yeah, you get boned up, What's man. What's going on with that? I don't know. But hey, I, I know, man. Whenever I do my legs, it's like that diet, man. I'll be taking a shower, and I'm like, God, this. But my squat day is like right in line with my wife's roller derby practice. Yeah. So, like, she's worn out in a different way than I am. Yeah. And you, it's not usually a day for connection romantically. Yeah, you're trying to wear her out. She don't want it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, of, and, of course, I got no problem with that. I'm just saying, I get you know, like, there's been times when I'm like, I'll fucking, would sh- I'll set this mattress on fire. Whatever. Yeah. I want to get some attention. I'll throw a fit. And if only your old bone was like a dog bone, they could get excited like a dog. <laughs> just don't, man. <laughs> Woo! There's yeah. go. Uh, no, I mean, I've seen me. You yeah, know? me too, man. I'm lucky. My dick hates my body. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm yeah. going to get off here and run. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, so yeah, so he's doing that weird shit. Uh, they lived, uh, you know, and that, and that primitive life fucks with people. Uh, and that's, that's uh, like, I've watched a lot of fucking, I haven't watched a lot of shows, like an entire series, but I've seen those shows where people go and live in the wilderness. Yeah. But they take their whole fucking family with them. That shit's fucked. Uh, if you want to go and be like a survivalist type of motherfucker, that's cool with me, man. I'm with it. I, I appreciate it. Uh, I'm all about being hard giving yourself a challenge like if you wanted to live if you wanted to go to like alaska right now off the grid it fucking hunt cabin deal with harsh weather and just to be more hard that's tight real tight. i think what you're doing is cool as fuck but don't do it to your kids no uh they don't have a choice in the matter you know you can't if you ask them if they want to do it and they're five or six they'll just say yes because they want to be with you that's why they. Oh, that's why whenever you grow up in a religious household, that's why you become a Christian. You want to do what Dad and Mama does. Exactly, and you and you you can't fathom in your brain that they were wrong. Yeah, because you loved them, you know, and you can't put together in your mind that they weren't doing the right thing. But so that's fucked. Uh, they don't have a choice. So especially uh, if they get a taste of the outside world. I mean, these kids are fucking not really having a taste of the outside world. But when they do. It drives them insane. Yeah. Because 
what they're living with day to day is hell. Yeah. I mean, because that primitive shit where you have to fetch all your water, you got no electricity, and this is the motherfuckers are watching like I Love Lucy and shit. And fucking listening to Elvis and shit, you know? Yeah. So why why are they, you know, it's like, how are you going to stay out there in in a shed with your kooky religious parents? Like, what do they expect to happen when you grow up? You're just going to be a fucking weirdo, burn your mattress for your kids. Yeah, it, I mean, the cycle continues. It's like, I'm sure what they want for them is to, to like, learn. Like, there's probably some genuine people that have the idea that they're going to make their kids adept to challenges and be tough and shit like that. Yeah. Uh, but it's wrong, man. You it can't, is wrong. You should, you should let your kids go to I school. I mean, Gigi even himself said that he didn't blame his, his father, you know? He, yeah. He thought that, that he did make him tough, you know? Yeah. Well, <laughs> a little too tough. Right? Eyes in the beholder, right? you know what I'm saying? That's a great example right there. <laughs> yeah. Um, Arletta tried to escape the home with the children. Uh, at what, what Merle Sr.'s fucking move was to kidnap the younger one, Gigi. Uh, and Merle Sr. is in the same boat because he's a religious fanatic. He's drinking, probably. Just living out in the fucking wild. His mental health was all weird. He's manic and shit. Yeah. Uh, in 1961, Arletta filed for divorce. Finally gets out of there. And, of course, as soon as she gets some outside dick, she's in. Yeah. In for life because she's been dealing with this fucking mattress burning freak that's not even taking baths. Now she's in a house with a fucking bathtub. Elvis Presley's making her horny, and she marries this guy. Uh, and the family settles on East Street in Jonesbury, Vermont, which is pretty close to where they were at to start with. But Vermont's a very nice place. I'm with it. Uh, if I wasn't living in the South, if I didn't have shit going on, uh, it's not an upgrade for me because if I moved anywhere, obviously it would be to some place where there would be like a more available like i could make money off comedy essentially yeah yeah yeah. Uh, not vermont's not that but if i didn't need to do anything like that and i just wanted to go chill out somewhere vermont's looking nice yeah it's a badass place uh it's just hippie ass shit you know beautiful outdoors activities fucking creeks taking your shoes off ben and jerry's that's where they're from yeah and they're fucking weird hippies yeah i don't like hippies but i like the lifestyle Uh, yeah absolutely uh, disgusting, horrible people. Hate the way they talk, think, look, smell, act. But the lifestyle's pretty tight. Yep. I can do without a pajuli Julie, you know? I like a creek. <laughs> Love I like a I like a campfire. Yeah. I like a little acid, you know? Yeah. I just Grateful Dead. Yeah. As bad as music gets. Fish. Yeah. I'd rather listen to three hours of 311 covering the Dave Matthews band. No. Then one Grateful Dead song. I don't know, which man. Which is probably also three. It's the same it's thing. It's the same fucking thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'd really listen to 311 and the Grateful Dead. Okay. Shaq's friends with 311. He ain't friends with the Grateful Dead. That's for fucking sure. Man, Shaq's cool. Yeah. Real cool. Goldbond commercials. He was in that movie Steel. He's doing everything cool, man. He's just a cool ass dude. Yeah. Cool fucking <laughs> Shaq. He was my favorite basketball player. He should be. He was cool on the He was smacking people around. Yeah, man. He's fucking sm- breaking fucking glass Kapow, on goals. Breaking glass and snacking ass. Hey, remember that freestyle about Kobe Bryant yeah. dating his girlfriend? Yeah. And he was rapping at some fucking bar, and he came up with a chorus off the top of his head that went, Hey, Kobe, tell me how my ass tastes. Hey, Kobe, 
tell me how my ass tastes. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, uh, insinuating that his ex-girlfriend ate his ass. That's Could cool. Could you imagine eating Shaq's ass? Gigi would eat Shaq's ass. Oh, he, yeah. He would love it. He, he would do it, he man. He would move into Shaq's there ass. Is, and, and he wouldn't even, he wouldn't even do it, like, for any other reason than he, no. he would love it. No, he wouldn't want anything out of it. No he, gold bonds. He, it's sex. Yeah, he would yeah. like to eat his ass. Uh, well, I guess we need to pick up on getting to why Gigi's so fucked. Um, she changed Gigi Allen's name to it's from Jesus Christ to Kevin Michael Allen during his first year of school so he could not be fucking treated like shit for being named Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. Yes. You send a kid named Jesus Christ to school, they're going to be treated like shit. Yeah. Much like Jesus Christ was in school. Yeah. They treated him like shit. Yeah. Because when you come into a school... And you're like, I'm the son of God. Yeah. You're going to get your ass kicked. But are the kids going to crucify you, man? Nah. See, I wish. Maybe by your underwear. Yeah. You can wedge him. Yeah. You going to swirly him. Bully push him. Oh, I love a swirly. Have you ever seen a swirly in real life? I did swirlies in real life. <laughs> are you serious? Hell yeah. Man, I've never been a. I didn't think. I thought it was like a TV thing. Yeah. I got sack tapped in the bathroom in seventh grade by this fucking idiot. He did it every day. I get plenty of chance to stop, man. After a week of this shit, dude, I fucking lost my mind. I grabbed this motherfucker. <laughs> I did it in a urinal. I didn't do it in the toilet. And it was full of fucking piss, man. And I made sure to get the top of his head on the urinal cake to smash it, dude. So whenever he, he looked like a boo from Aladdin because it was all stuck on his head. <laughs> but, man, fuck that kid. Yeah, I mean, sack taps are... Your kids are just so fucked up in general. Yeah. Sack taps, purple nurples. Oh, man, I had big titties, man. Everybody yeah, did that to me. that shit is sexually humiliating. Well, I got picked on all the time, man, and I got tired of that shit, and it was like, man, I'm big, I'm gonna fuck all That's y'all what up. happens. As soon as someone lets you know that you can mash all the kids because you're huge, yeah. and they were just messing with you because you're huge and you're not doing shit, the game changes. Yeah. Game changes big time. Big old teddy bear. That's what I always heard. And I was like, man. You start bullying them. Yeah. But you're bullying bullies. Yep. Real Batman type of situation. Yep. Real fat man type of situation. You Charles know I mean? Bronson type of shit. Yeah. Fucking fat old Charles Bronson. Fucking breast wish. <laughs> breast wish. Uh yeah, so he's going to school. He's placed in special education because uh, he was a shitty student. But he was too young, or he was too old. You know, like he had never been to school. Really, he had never learned shit. He just watched ill shit happen in the cabin. He had to repeat third grade, which is gonna fuck any kid up. Experienced bullying throughout his school years. Goof, real goofy looking too, you know. Yeah. And then his fucking stupid ass mom. Well, you know, I, she's been through some shit. Oh yeah. So I don't want to take a shit on her too much right now. Uh, but he started cross-dressing and going to school. Yeah. Which, I mean, good on you for allowing your kid to express themselves. But at this point in 1961, though, <laughs> you should probably curb that shit. Man, his yearbook picture is fucking hilarious, man. He right. straight looks like uh, fucking Daria. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, same look. Glasses. Morose. Yeah. Na 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 na. It was a sexual revolution, man. That time period. No, in the sixties. Later sixties. This is sixty one, fam. I got, okay, I got you. 
It's just kicking off. It's just coming off from. What? That was a weak fart. <laughs> leave it to beaver type shit. Yeah. I keep trying to fart into it, but it's not loud. Yeah, I had some wild ones last night. Well, because, like, when when we record at our studio, the mic's, like, mounted to a table. Yeah. So in order to fart into it, I would have to stand up, turn around. Like, it would be an ordeal. Yeah. But now we got a handheld mics, and you, I want a fart. It's a little potato chippy. Yeah. Yeah, also, we're filling a pitcher up with piss in the spirit yeah. of Gigi. I haven't had the pee yet, which is weird. Yeah, see, it's that type of thing when you can't, when you're supposed I'm to. I'm just sitting here looking at him. I mean, I can't <laughs> wait to pee in that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> when you're supposed to perform, you can't. The way yeah. she always goes. You're, you you got an expectation, you can't cross over. Uh, yeah, in his yearbook picture, he straight up dresses like a, a young gothic girl. Um, you know, looking back on Gigi Allen's life, the best person to sum it up is him. Uh, he said it was super chaotic, full of chances and dangers. He said they sold drugs, stole, broke into houses and cars, did whatever they wanted for the most part, and they started playing in bands. And people hated Gigi back then. But yeah, I, what, what I think, my fucking professional opinion here, yeah, is that because they were so hampered the the first part of their lives, that their mom uh, carried some guilt from that. For sure, man. You know what's fucked up is a. Uh, when I was doing all this shit, man, you know what the f- the fucking name of their first band was? What? Little Sister's First Date. Yeah. That's when I you mean, knew they were just fucked up. Yeah. I mean, you know, you do you do raise a point with the sexual revolution shit. Yeah. Um, getting into the high school years, of course, Gigi would have been, you know, we're, we're talking about like 65. So that would have been the point. Yeah. And so... When was he born? He's 56, though. He's born in 1956. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he, like he was in third grade in 1961. Yeah. So, by the time he's in middle school, high school, yeah, it's the middle of the 60s. Yeah. So, um, y- you know, like, as that's when there was um, a mental boom in America, and everyone knows that shit. Yeah. It was just like a shift. The 50s were so conservative- it was like it. It was not. I wouldn't call it a breaking point, but it was when society was at its most conservative. Like when you hear people talk about "Make America Great Again," or like uh, the the good old days. Like it was that the fifties. Yeah. Because uh, financially, America was in a great place, but everyone was conservative as fuck. Um, like Christianity was was a given. You know, the yeah. country was like ninety percent Christian, dude. So it's just a bunch of squares And once the 60s started rolling through uh, Everyone's kind of pushing the envelope And Somebody that had grown up in that environment And you know how it is Like I know I know um, All the fucking goofy shit that I did as a kid uh, Was definitely A result of, of um, You know neglect yeah. Just pushing the envelope Trying to be a fucking asshole Just to, to You know essentially get attention Yeah it, it flows together with what you would expect with that time frame, with him cross-dressing and making a band about Little Sister's first date. I mean, there's no sister, you know? Uh, I think he had a, a sister. I don't think it was a little sister. Though. But not with... Oh, really? There was three kids. I'm not sure if it was a sister, but I think it was. Okay. Well, my fault then. 
Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's kind of weird because they don't really talk too much. Nobody talks about that shit too much, you know, but. Yeah, so some weird shit that Gigi started exuding around this time. He would purposely piss his pants so he could get sent home from school, which is not that, I mean, it's weird, but if you knew a for sure way to get out of going to school, you'll take it. Or you just not go. Uh, Well, it probably wasn't that lenient, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I, I assume he pissed his pants one day on an accident. They sent him home, and then from then on, he was off to the races. He believed that he obtained a powerful soul that no one could stop him from doing what he wanted to, which is some uh, definite delusions of grandeur yeah. and real weird to have as a fucking kid. Yeah. Uh, you know, I felt that way before. PCP. Well, yeah. I mean, I feel like like uh, <laughs> I've I've like taken mushrooms. Yeah. And, uh, like, when I was doing jujitsu a lot and taking mushrooms, I would have, like, mental moments. Oh, you could just fuck somebody up real good? Well, that for sure, but, like, my brain would tell me, I mean, usually on the come down after the trip, because yeah. you, you feel real euphoric, but so I'm like, yo, physically right now, uh... 99% of the population could not stop me from doing anything. Yeah. And so then with the mushroom confidence factored in, mentally, I felt like a juggernaut too. So, yeah, I mean, I get it. Yeah. I get it. It, it, it seems like a weird thing to think of, of as a kid. I mean, it's also some motivational speaker shit too, you know? Yeah. It's like, oh, I can do whatever I want to. No one can stop me. I got a powerful soul. But... Him saying that out loud in the 60s led to him getting locked up. Psychiatric visits, dealing with doctors. Uh, he also believed that he had different personalities inside of him. Maybe not. I mean, and uh, you have raised interesting points in our us talking to about this episode yeah. that uh, Gigi was most likely schizophrenic. Yeah. And you raised that point because a lot of people would associate Gigi Allen with just being a real envelope pusher. A real edge lord, yeah. A real troll, uh, which part of that is probably true. You know, my theory is uh, I told I buy the schizophrenic thing, especially right here, because again, we got a kid, a kid, who's saying that there's demons that cause different personalities inside of him. Yep. Uh, I don't think you would see that anywhere in the '60s. I don't think there was a TV show with that information no. in it. I don't think that you would find a comic book with that information in there with it, uh, and also. When he started going to the psychiatrist, again, at a very young age... Well, I don't think... Well, here's the thing with schizophrenia. Schizophrenia is is different than uh, multiple personality disorder. That's more signs of multiple personality disorder, which you can have both. And, and if you have both, they really complicate So things. is that what you would call a paranoid schizophrenic or... Uh, paranoid schizophrenic... Well, break, you know... Yeah. Okay, so, I mean, important to say... That uh, neither one of us are fucking licensed psychologists no, or anything, no. but 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 buddies around it. He works in the fields. Yeah. Uh, so just get, w- w- short 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 word, short word. What is a schizophrenic? Schizophrenic is somebody that hears voices. Okay. And they can hear your voice, but they hear other people. That's why they so tend to mainly be, they tend to be threatening because they're trying to they start screaming, things like that because they start to hear these other voices and sometimes they'll threaten these voices and you'll think they're threatening you okay but they're trying to quiet those voices voices down now sometimes they will be threatening you and that's kind of a so mainly auditory hallucinations auditory visual um 
even scent. I mean, they can like sometimes they can smell some weird shit. But like then something seems so real. Yeah, but then uh, they'll be talking to voices. But the thing with uh, multiple personality disorder is is uh, for instance, his brother said there was a difference between Kevin and Gigi. Yeah. And the thing with, uh, like, a Kevin situation is, you know, maybe Kevin asked Gigi a question, and Gigi would answer. Oh, yeah. You know, like, that kind of thing. I I don't know if that's, nobody's ever said that, but there's a lot of, like, it it seems that way when you, when I I was doing this, it seemed like he was very, uh, very much uh, uh, dealing with several different personality disorders. Right. Not just one or two. He's got probably three or four. So, So you, you, I mean... Nobody here is qualified to diagnose no. anything, but you, in your semi-professional opinion, think that Gigi was multi-personality disorder, schizophrenic, well, uh, yeah, okay. antisocial personality disorder, Woo. the mix, and borderline personality disorder, the big mix, yeah. Because uh, the thing with borderline personality disorder is, is when you're about two, you're supposed to be able to figure out who you are as an individual. You know, it's when you kind of just stop and go, okay, I don't, I'm not my mom, I'm not my dad, I'm not this thing. Uh, by him hanging on to his Messiah complex, Jesus Christ, his dad's visions of him and what he na- what they named him as a kid, yeah, um, which he does throughout his whole life. He he sees himself as a savior of oh, rock yeah. and roll. I mean, there's more on it coming. Yeah, but he definitely, literally believes he's a savior, and you really can't fault G. Like, yeah, even if he was mentally stable, you know, the multiple personality disorder thing. Makes a lot of sense yeah. because, like you were saying, he's having conversations with himself. He basically has three names. Yeah. And also, you know, his father firmly believed that he was going to be the next savior. Yeah. So the, the Trinity, man. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, you could tell when you watch interviews with him. I mean, he's a calm. He's calm when he interviews. I mean, he's still crazy as shit. But like, yeah. Well, he, he, he his eyes man. and he's intelligent. Yeah. Is what the other thing that's real weird about it is? Strong nah, word, strong word. Nah, he's very intelligent. <laughs> he's very intelligent, man. But he, uh, but he, he never deferred from his path of like. We'll, we'll get into that here later on. Yeah. But there was a difference Kept between real. whenever you. I mean, there was a difference between Kevin and Gigi. Yeah. Gigi hit the stage, man. Whew! Right. Shit. <laughs> yeah, he's wilding out. Yeah, wilding out for sure. Uh, well, we'll we'll take a little bit of uh, excerpt from what Gigi says about his childhood. And now, again, what I was saying to get to this point is that he was telling psychiatrists at, like, the age of 13 that he was having weird sexual deviancies. Yeah. And to know know that, to know that what you're going through is weird, yourself has got to fuck you up. Yeah. One. Uh, So I'll just, I'm going to give you, this is Gigi's words, all right? An irrigating fire was building up inside of me from a seed that was planted at my birth. It was now starting to blossom. Evil fires and powerful conclusions were alive and spreading like wildfire within my burning dark soul. Nothing around me would ever compete again. Bizarre personalities were awakening within. Personalities that later in life would have me visiting a psychiatrist. I was encouraged to go by the people around me, but I refused to let it penetrate, for I knew who I was even if nobody else did. I would prevail and accelerate over their unimportant, boring, stagnating lives. I realize now that these personalities were the demons living inside of me. I welcomed them as my friends. 
Later in life, I would have intercourse with the devil himself. I learned how to manipulate people very early in life. I had to. I could always make anyone believe what I had to make them believe. But the bottom line was, when you turn your back, I'll stab you in it. I also enjoyed wearing my mother's clothes as well. Men's clothes were boring and unimaginative. I was a wild child who wanted to look beautifully outrageous and bright, even if I was filled with inner darkness and machine gun thoughts. Sexual abnormalities were awakening. I liked to play under the table when mother had company, while the folks were playing cards, etc. I would crawl beneath the table to check out the tightly fitted panties and fantasize. Soon fantasy would become a reality. I got off to sucking the crusty cunt scrapings of my mother's panties and later on my aunt's. For that matter, anywhere I would go, I would raid hampers, garbage pans, and toilets for panties, snot rags, piss, shit, bloody rags, etc. If a female company came over afterwards, I would always fix the toilet so it wouldn't flush. That way I could go in afterwards and feast on body fluids while jerking off. Later in life, I would hang out at sleazy bars and bus stations collecting jars of piss and defecation from my sexual habits. I was always masturbating. All throughout my school years, I had a constant erection. The first sex I had with another human was my brother. But later in life, sexual confrontations with the smelliest of prostitutes... (laughs) The smelliest? (laughs) Living and dead animals would prevail. I always felt like my parents must have found me on the ground somewhere and that the darkness of night came from an alien storm, leaving me from another galaxy on the backgrounds of that broken down cabin. Conclusion. My demons, inner strengths, and physical battles have guided me through life. My demons and I are not compatible. We never have been and never will be. We invite you to danger and possibly death. We want your blood. Then we want you to vanish. I guess after all, I must be my father's son. I am the second coming of Jesus Christ through aim and constant fire. Yep. GG! Man. And, and the thing like with him like having like a weird sexual fantasy with his mom's panties. Panties. And then you go into the Trinity. He's got three names and things like that. You know, God, you know, con- Mary was able to conceive Jesus without having sex, you know, so Jesus or Christ got her pregnant, you know. So he probably had that idea of like, well, since I'm all three of these things. You know, maybe I can have sex with my mom. She was able to conceive me. I mean, I have. I mean, it just seems like that's kind of the issue. I mean, yeah. Really, it's a messiah complex. You know. Yeah. It's fucking weird. Very weird. I mean, you know, the only way, I guess, basically, what we're looking at is trying to dissect. Yeah. The ideology of Gigi Allen. Um, now, again, what I'm trying to do, what we're trying to do. Is frame it in a way that maybe Gigi Allen was more complex than just being like the original Hot Topic. Yeah, you know, uh, may, you know, a lot of the behavior. I mean, a lot of what he did is fucking d- d- like beyond deplorable. Yeah, no it's... excuse for it. 
No, I mean, because the thing, I'm sure. There is no redeeming values of this motherfucker. He was crazy. Absolutely. But that's the whole thing, is that sometimes in life you run across things that can't be explained because mentally the person in the driver's seat isn't driving the vehicle. Yeah. Someone else is. And whether it's physically true or not, well, it's not. But mentally, if your brain thinks that there's a demon driving, a fucking demon's driving. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not like it's a fantasy to that person, right? Nope. So throughout Gigi and Merle's life, music was important. Gigi played drums. Merle played guitar. They tried several different bands. Gigi got into a band called the Jabbers where he was a singer for the first time, which he loved. Uh, the Jabbers, pretty tight little pop punk band. They were fucking awesome, man. Fucking awesome is strong. No, I really like Jabbers. You like them. That's great. Yeah. Fucking awesome is strong. Man, I like it. It's like Ramones, but fucking way more in your face. Uh, and fucking catchier. I think it's catchier. It's better than Ramones, dude. Catchier? Well, come on. Better than Ramones, dude. Strong statement. I'll let you do it. Yeah. This is a strong statement. I think the only song the Ramones did that was like fucking even close is uh, Pet Cemetery. I don't like what you're doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I'm. But I'm not gonna ride for the Ramones. I don't care that much. Uh, that's a strong statement, though, man. I like it, man. I like the Jabbers. But you think that they're better than the Ramones? Yes. Because the Ramones are wilding out too, man. Oh, I know, man. All right. 53rd and 3rd, wild wild shit. The weirdest thing about his career with the Jabbers is the 1980, and, uh, I mean, Gigi has not come out publicly in the way that Gigi is all the way. Still a little bit wild. Yeah. Gets married to Sandra Farrow, and they were together in... 1980 to 1986, and she actually left because of his shit on stage. They had a kid together, too. That's important. I didn't put that in there, but... Super fucked up that yeah. Gigi Allen had a child, but yeah. I'm sure he just left it behind. I, I've never seen shit about... I think about, the kid left old dad behind. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, but I mean, from from a, from a birth, though, man. Yeah, yeah, You know, yeah. like, he was never a part of that kid's life. Man, they were, they were talking about how he was actually somewhat normal, like, during that time period, but then... Just something happened, you know? Yeah. Well, uh, it could be mania. Yeah. And I, I would think, and again, you, you're closer to the source than me, but, yeah. uh, you know. I was in a GG tribute band. Yeah, were you? Yeah, I was. Were you? I was. Were you? I left after a dude jacked off a dog shit. In practice, we're in high school. I don't like that. I didn't either, man, so I left. Yeah, okay. I called my dad and said, hey, man. <laughs> It's Wednesday. Can I go to church with you now? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's pushing it too far. Uh, yeah, then that's yeah. another problem with Gigi Allen, man. There's a lot of dorks out there getting yeah, Gigi. Yeah. I just thought it was fucking hilarious, man. I didn't know anything about it, but I thought the songs were funny until yeah. I realized he was serious. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. What is going on with the guy that jacked off with dog shit now? Uh, he's normal. Nah. Pretty normal, man. Nah. He's had the same job for like 10 years. Not normal. Has a cat. He doesn't fuck it or anything. That you know of. Uh, he definitely doesn't. You can't fuck a cat, first of all. 
If the cat would, man, you can't fuck. My grandma's cat. cat tried to get me to fuck it all the time, and uh, it would walk around. We've been over this before, man. <laughs> you cannot fuck a cat. Not if it's not willing. A cat ain't willing, man. But if it's chilling, <laughs> you're chilling and willing, cats. It's a chilling and willing for a <laughs> drilling, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, cat pussy, pussy, pussy. Woo, man, I can't eat like a cat. Just imagine it losing its shit. Mid-coitus Because it would Because you know how a cat Oh, scratch shaft You start petting that cat uh, It it rolls over Because it wants its belly scratched Yeah, and you try to fuck it It wants it No, no Uh, It wants to have its belly scratched It makes it obvious Because it rolls over And then you scratch its belly For a few minutes And it just gets tired of that shit And just wigs out And scratches the fuck out of you Yeah That's gonna happen Oh, absolutely Cats are bad little motherfuckers, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You can't just grab a cat. Man, I got one that pulls my beard hair out, and I cannot stop it. <laughs> yeah, you can't do anything about I it. I can't do a damn thing. It's a cat. They I'll get mad. I'll throw it. Yeah, but it's coming back. It comes right back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then whenever I try to throw it again, he latches in and then takes his teeth as he's latched into my arm <laughs> and just starts pulling my beard hair out. It yeah. sucks a fucking butt. <laughs> Cats are hard, dude. You can't make a cat do anything he doesn't want to do. You really can't. Uh, your friend is fucking probably fucking that cat, though. He's got a girlfriend. Guy, he jacked off. She looks like a cat, though. <laughs> <laughs> jacked off with dog shit. That's something you don't hear about every day. Oh, he went and got STDs and shit on purpose. The same guy? He went downtown with fucking He's prostitutes. He's not normal, man. He, he was a, man, he was just trying, he was a teenager, man, trying to fucking push the envelope, be weird. Yeah. I mean, we got called into the office. All, anytime there was a bomb threat, me and that kid would get called into the office. Yeah, because that kid probably did it. Yeah, he probably, I'm not going to say he did, but uh, he probably did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm certain the statutes of limitation passed. What if, like, your principal listens to our podcast? That would be so oh, funny. <laughs> but he definitely did the bomb threats. No, dude, one time, one time this guy in particular fucking uh, had pissed off a bunch of football players, and we were going out to his car. He had this shitty little, like, Nissan fucking car his parents got him. And they were going to go kick his ass. Dude, he took all of his clothes off in the parking lot except for his Nikes, man, and fucking was like, come on. Fight me, sort of jacking off. And then, yeah, it was it was bad. But his dad was a fucking security guard at the school. And so he showed up and was like, what are you doing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Gigi got kicked out of the Jabbers uh, right after his divorce. I assume probably he just be- became, you know, depressed, probably gave in to his mania. Yeah. Uh, probably ended up just riding a dragon. Well, now, his stage performance towards the end of the Jabbers was getting kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah, he started, and that that's not what they were all about. Yeah. Uh, little did they know that's a very successful formula. Yeah. They should have rode with it, because having oh. good music with Gigi Allen, that would have been a lot of money. Yeah. Because uh, Gigi Allen made some real bad music after this. Well, you have, like, anthems, you know, with the jabbers. Yeah. You don't have it with the murder junkies. You no. don't have it with Gigi and Anti-Seat. No, that shit's not good. <laughs> no, dude, it's not, man. It's not good at all. It's not. It's The terrible. only good music, I'll give you that, that he made is the jabbers. Yeah. I don't hate it. I, I'm a pop punksman. Yeah. Uh, very embarrassing to say, but I can find pop punk bands... I mean, you know, I just had a period of youth, like, like you know, what, what was hot when I was 10? Think, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it was 1994. Uh, I've, I've said it before in the podcast, I got rancid out come the wolves. Yeah. Uh, that's hot pop punk. I, I can listen to that right now, no problem. Yeah. You know? Uh, shit like that doesn't bother me at all. Like, I, I, got, if, I got no qualms with it. 
Uh, you can get two bubble gummy with it. Yeah. But you can do some cool shit in the medium. Yeah. You know, I, I like every form of music. I like the most simplified stripped down because I think that I think that the the best you can do with music is to find I, when I say simplified I don't mean like not good yeah I mean like you know I'm into that caveman shit yeah me too it, man. it's like you find what what the most precision point of the genre is and dial into that and keep fine tuning that Rather than trying to throw in different elements, that's that was my problem with like later death albums. Yeah, yeah, they're not good. No, man, that's why obituary rips. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's it's uh, it, it's not simple. There's it's a thing. It's even like with cooking food. Uh, it's not easy to keep it simple. Sometimes no, it's not. It's, I got a problem with that. Like going down a path of sticking to the basic science of what you're doing. Yeah. Disciplining yourself to stay within those confines, but also continuously fine tune it to make it better. I, I like that. Yeah. And, and basically anything, country music, man, rap. Yep. Th- those are the type of things that I like in music. Uh, beautiful simplicity. Yeah. So I get it. Uh, the thing about punk rock, and especially, I mean, the 70s, I would probably say was the heyday of what you would consider like punk. Yeah. You know? But it's all based on fashion and fucking acting cool, you know? That's what I'm getting at exactly. Uh, To to go along with those images, you know, the idea was like you're overthrowing the system. Everyone I've ever known that was a punk, they've grown up, gone to college, become a businessman of some sort. Yeah. They've they've turned into what they hated. Fart. (laughs) Yeah. They turned into (laughs) farts, man. They turned into what they hated. Uh, and I got no problem with it. It's just you, you like you always have to you always have to look at yourself, including myself, and realize that the things you wear, the way you act, even though it it, it can still be true to yourself, at some level, there's some point of it being a calculated look. Yeah. Like I wear a fucking vest. Yeah. With band patches on it. Yep. That I sewed on there. You you did. So a lot of them, yeah. Okay. You could tell the difference in the ones I did and my wife did. Yeah. I got into it, you know. Yeah. Like for sitting sure. down, taking floss and a needle. Yeah. Going through it feels cool. Was it mint floss? Yeah, I think all floss is mint now. Is it? I'm pretty sure. That's good. So Didn't go shopping for like an unflavored floss. You never have to wash it because it smells good. I think it's a good look too. It's like a thick. Yeah. You know. Yeah. A thick, yeah, like a thick fucking look. It looks rustic. Yeah. It's yeah, got a yeah, bite. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm saying. There's always an element of fashion, no matter what. For you sure. gotta be real with it and own it. Uh, GG, real, a hundred percent. Got the ethos of punk. Heard about it. Listened to it. Dived in. Mania, uh, being schizophrenic, having multiple personality disorder. Looking for something to latch onto really took a hold of Gigi Allen. It did. He became the real version of all that shit. Yep. All the bullshit. All the you know Sex Pistols, with like a manufactured group. Yes. A bunch of people playing dress up. Yep. Gigi Allen couldn't differentiate. No. Became that. 
literally had like maybe one or two fucking outfits. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and then rode with that for forever. <laughs> now, when he really started to peak mentally, uh, he secluded himself to a log cabin, throwing it back to his roots, yep. all alone in the fucking woods. He recorded his first solo album there by himself, entitled, of course, the eponymous Eat My Fuck. Eat it. And he was trying to take music, use it as a weapon against his enemies. It, it it's funny. There there's like a there's a uh, a documentary not as well known. It's shorter. It's yeah. Like it's some kid made it for YouTube. Okay. Uh, but he interviews uh this guy and he's like, you know, when he was in the Jabbers, you know, you had anthems there were catchy. You could go down the street singing those songs. You couldn't go down the street singing the song Eleven Year Old Fuck." Which is on that album. Yeah, 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 right. You know, and it's like, what the hell, man? When you read those lyrics, you can tell he's a disturbed individual, you know? Oh, just... yeah. Well, you know, and, and and as he is disturbed, he's taking this lifestyle way too seriously. Yeah. Uh, it's like professional wrestling. <laughs> There's the kayfabe. Yeah. A, a manufactured character, manufactured story. When wrestling's good, the story, the character are very close to real life. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Best. Uh, he is essentially his character, right? Yeah. Very close to that. Uh, Hulk Hogan, very close to that. But at the same time, they still know at the end of the day, there's their persona and then there's them. They can separate it, yeah. Gigi can't. No. He becomes that. So it seems like every time he sets a precedent for himself to push boundaries, that becomes him. Yeah. He doesn't ever dial back from that. So it starts to progress worse and worse. Like, when he starts playing with anti-scene. Yeah. Really starts to be fucking gross. I mean... <laughs> Gross. When I say gross, I don't mean unwashed, eating boogers. He's cutting himself, but that's pretty mild. Yeah. Uh, his fellow bandmate, Bloody Mess, talks about a night that they played a show, and Gigi had this idea to shit everywhere. Everywhere. Uh-huh. So he eats a bunch of X-lax. Uh, and and it, you're on tour. You take food. You get a meal whenever you can yeah Gigi goes ahead and eats before the show hours before the show big mistake when you got a belly full of X-lax yeah so now he has to hold he's sitting in agony holding this diarrhea in that you know is gonna completely (laughs) spray everywhere like you know when you you know when you like have (laughs) diarrhea yeah and you eat a big meal yeah and uh, there, there becomes a point where if you even attempt to squeeze it in you get terrible cramps oh yeah and then when you sit down to let it out, it's in like, if you've ever been into a public bathroom and seen shit on like the left side of the toilet bowl yeah. and like on the floor, <laughs> just everywhere, just a pure pressure that can build up in the power of a spray diarrhea. Uh, he, he, he holds it until it gets on stage. And then as soon as he gets out there, he just sprays fucking diarrhea <laughs> everywhere, all everywhere, the way. Man. You know, uh, when you hear a hardcore singer go front to back, side to side, that's what he did with shit. Yeah, he sprayed the entire building. 
with diarrhea. Man, and I'm I, not exaggerating. All I can think about is like a pirate ship going down and somebody's like, everybody get off. I mean, it's so all the punks bailed. Uh, the men in charge kicked their asses, I'm sure. Yeah. You know, Gigi Allen got his ass kicked 100,000 times. And Man. that's another thing is at some point, he's got CTE in the mix. Yeah. You know? What's that? CTE? Yeah. Head trauma. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's like concussion, concussion trauma. It's, uh, I don't want to fuck it up, but CTE is, is fucking concussion. Yeah, yeah. Brain trauma. Yeah. You know, uh, he's gotten his ass stomped, man. But he's also stomped some fucking asses. Yeah, and that's the thing when people don't know how to fight is that tenacity, and mental crazy. fortitude that can, that can go a long way. Sometimes, and usually when he got his ass kicked, it was never by one person; it was by like five. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What I'm <laughs> it's just like, like what the fuck? Because well, he sprayed shit on people. Yeah, man. So they stomped his fucking head in. So and, and that's the thing is when you take a beating from five people, you get hurt. Yeah. Uh, and and then this the shit became a common practice for Gigi Allen. And not only is he shitting on people, throwing it around, he's eating his own shit, throwing up the shit, uh, and he would fucking start hitting people uh, that came close to him. I mean, it it, it like people kind of knew what they were getting into. Yeah. If I was around, I would want to see it. You know. Oh, I'd be in the back. Exactly. By the exit. You know the risk. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, he's also, you know, th- this is where the legend of Gigi takes a, a shit turn for me. Yeah. Because he starts groping people. Ra- he rapes them. I, I know. I yeah. know. But I'm yeah. saying, like, he's, 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 he's like non-consensually violating people. Yeah, he cuts them and drinks their blood. Yeah. He's had blood poisoning, I mean, and hospitalized for it many times. Right, and that's when you consume blood that's not your own. Yeah, too much of it. You're right. You can have, like, a little bit. Yeah. It's good. Good? Yeah, it tastes good. (laughs) (laughs) I've never drank anybody else's (laughs) blood. I was like, what the fuck? Well, I have. You say some shit to me sometimes. Yeah. And I never know. Man. I've eaten somebody out on their period. Yeah, I like that. Probably everybody I've ever dated. <laughs> or been, yeah. What about the, what about uh, the chocolate fried pie? Oh yeah, man, buddy. You ate her out on her period. Yeah, dude. Why? I like it. <laughs> <laughs> women love you, man. We got a lot of women listeners. They favor you. Well, it's because of shit like this, you know? Well, I mean, I don't know if I love it, man, as much as it's like, man, I had a... I had a, a it ain't that big of a deal. No, 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 it's not. And I had a, a family member in, like, in my history, like way back, he worked the railroads, you know? Yeah. And it just brings me back to that, you know, just that hot iron, you know, the hot iron laying some track, you know? <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Helping out with the pipe. All right, man. So you're like one of those fucking machines. Yeah. Where you, uh, I, man, I've got a hat above my bed that's a train conductor hat, and whenever yeah. it's that time, <laughs> above man, your bed. Yeah, I slap it on, and I and I got a <laughs> I got that old fucking uh, train whistle from Cracker Barrel. I blow that boy and go all aboard, and then fucking, what do you do after that? Is that real? No. Oh, shit, <laughs> I don't fucking know anymore, man. I don't fucking know now, anymore. Now Gigi's got me now. <laughs> Oh, man, you're peeking out when you're screaming like that. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's cool. Yo, uh, so, you know, mo- most people kind of knew better. They would get the fuck out of there. 
And then anyone that stayed around, this is the thing, too. Like, no defense for his actions. But, again, the guy is for sure insane. He thought that people knew better and that if they didn't run away as soon as he started his shit, essentially the show, if anyone was close to him, he took that as consent to do whatever. Yep. Because that was part of the show to him. And again, that that eventually consumed him as a human being. So that that was just part of his lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? So one of the things that he said that super concerns me is that his live show would be described as a war. Uh, Gigi himself said, "My mind is a machine gun, my body is the bullets, and the audience is the target." So with that attitude and his Messiah complex, again, literally thinking he's Jesus Christ, uh, he goes on and on about putting danger back in rock and roll, which nothing was ever like that in rock and roll. Like Elvis and James Brown and the Beatles, nobody was doing anything like that. Like the danger in rock and roll, when people thought rock and roll was bad for the world and dangerous and something that could happen to uh, uh, someone that they loved, something bad that could happen. The only thing that they thought could happen bad was that, like, someone could get horny because they saw Elvis dancing. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it wasn't like anyone ever thought that they were going to die from listening to rock and roll. But, again, in a distorted mind, when you would be in the 50s and you would hear something about rock and roll being dangerous, rock and roll being the devil's music... Uh, that was just fucking dorks that didn't want people to have sex because Elvis made people so horny. I think I made everybody else horny. That liquid sound wasn't me pouring up a nice old drink. <laughs> it was fucking big. Did you mic that? Yeah, man. Why? Well, as you're talking, it's kind of it's kind of like the soundscape where you're talking about this nasty shit. It's a brittle water filter filled with piss. First of all. <laughs> Uh, First of all, who has a Brita anymore? <laughs> First uh, off, it's in a fucking abandoned camper, you dipshit. Can you put a lid on it, please? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I said before. I can't remember because I've had a few natty lights. Uh, we're gonna fill a fucking jug up with piss and then record the results for Instagram. Well, I think we'll just keep it in here and do it next week too. <laughs> what is that, man? Because it's hot. No, dude, because, okay, so this smells like butter right now. Butter? Yeah, man. <laughs> they call me Orville Redencocker. Oh, my God, buddy, Listen, come on. Don't, you're better than that. No, look, so the pee does have a butter smell sometimes. But the problem is when you leave it somewhere for a while, which I've done many times when I was a kid, <laughs> I would pee in something. Yeah. One time I peed in some apple juice and left it on top of my, my uh, counter hoping that somebody would drink it, you know. Yeah, hey, again, you, you're basically Jeffrey Dahmer. I don't want that to be forgotten in the fold yeah. of things. Okay. Like, you are essentially are Jeffrey Dahmer. But I left it there. The only thing yeah. different with you and Jeffrey Dahmer is killing and eating people. Yeah, I haven't done that. But, man, the weird thing was, and I'm not gay, but the weird thing are is- Are you sure? <laughs> man, I've never tried it. I deep throated uh, remote control. I think we talked about yeah, that. Yeah, we talked about that. I call it channel changer. Yeah, <laughs> you uh, sure did. But, uh, no, I peed in some apple juice in a cup one time, and I was hoping my little brother was going to drink it. But he didn't do it. And I, it was there for three weeks, man. But when I went to go look at it, it molded. But when it molded, it molded into a half of an apple, like with seeds in the middle and shit. It's so weird. Like, I'm not, that's real. 
Your farts sound like a gator <laughs> getting its belly rubbed. Yo, did you see that video of the dude carrying a gator through that convenience store to buy beer? That is fucking cool. Yo, it's cool. The, the, the guy. They have a leash? No, no. He's holding it like a baby. <laughs> That's and tight, it's a man. big gator. That's in Louisiana. Yeah, no, Florida. Same. Well, yeah, it's really. the same. It, really. Well, it's northern Florida. It's the same shit. Yeah, but the dude food. is like, it shit's the, I mean, I'll show it to you. You'll see it. Uh, I'm sure everybody else has seen it because it was like the, you know how the motherfucking internet goes now. Yeah. A hot video. Everyone sees it the same day. But, yo, uh, yeah, the dude just has like a gator and they find out who the guy is. And like he talked to the cops about it and he's facing charges. But the dudes, they're like, the inner, the news person is like, where'd you get the gator? He's like, I honestly have no idea. Uh, I just see all the video, and all I know is he was in the back of my truck bed, and I picked him up, and I came into the store, and I got some cold beers. Now, I only remember that because y'all showed me the video. I got no recollection of these That's events. That's man. Yeah, and they're like, what happened? And he's like, well, they sell strong liquor in here, and I drank a lot of it that evening. Whoa. But, dude, this motherfucker walks in. What's up, Dad? With a gator. Yeah, he rules. I yeah. love him. Yeah. I love a gator. But you here's know a, I love an alligator. Man, here's what's fucking stupid. People are going to be no, uh If you're not from the South, you don't know this. But gators are like dogs, dude. Yeah, real similar. You can call them, man. You, yeah. You can call them and go, can we get it? Yeah. I went on an alligator thing one time well, in the, on our honeymoon. And yeah. we went on this gator tour, dude. And straight up, man, this guy was like, get your marshmallow ready. <laughs> <laughs> he go hold it out, hold it out, huh? He see it, he see it. Come here, Gator. Come here, Gator. And the dude, these big fucking alligators that come up, and you just launch it in, man. Yeah, well, you it's know, on my Instagram. You can see that shit. They're a uh, a very smart animal. Very smart. And the thing with smart animals is, I I, w- I hesitate to say you can train and tame them, but you can get them accustomed to receiving food. No, you, you, you can train them. Well, people have them as pets. I mean, man. that's a, yeah, yeah. My grandpa used to sure. wrestle gators. He's from Louisiana, right. and he he did that shit. Well, you know, I'm not encouraging it. That's all. Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's cool. Bro. I, I love an alligator, man. But you know, Gigi starts to become more and more infamous. Uh, he's not getting famous because his music's good. He's just wilding out. Uh, his songs are named shit like "Piss Drinking Jew," "11 Year Old Fuck," "I Kill Everything I Fuck." Bite it, you scum, of course. And the song oh. that Buddy has chosen to accompany this episode, Suck My Ass, It Smells. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because you've heard it a million times. I love it, man. Funny. I love it, dude. It's only like 10 seconds long, yeah. but it's so good. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and those are the lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'll find it, uh, dude. I'll f- that's her. Fu- if we do this pro wrestling shit, man, that's her song. <laughs> no, man. No. <laughs> uh, I am. Uh, I'm. I'm on board. Hey, uh, feedback. Here, feedback. Uh, a feedback thing for you guys, buddy and I. Uh, are going to foray into the world of professional wrestling, and I believe as early as Labor Day weekend. How far away is Labor Day? I honestly, uh, it's either the last weekend of August, yeah, first weekend of September, or the last weekend of September. One okay. or two, not sure. It's I, th- I think it's the thirtieth of September, dude. Okay, it may be the thirtieth of August. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it might be the end of this month. It might be the end of next month. Which we're cool for it, uh, but but we're leaning either towards our tag team being traditional heavy metal, the kings of metal. 
or war metal. What would we be? What would the name be if war metal? Man, name it, guys. Yeah, if you can help us out with a cool name for a war metal tag team. It should just be Death Metal Dicks, man. Yeah. uh, Yeah, okay. All right. That's a cross promotion. Yeah. Okay. I'm with it. Uh, I'm with it. Cross promotion. Yeah, you're right. You take a W on this one. Uh, Gigi was first arrested. Well, not first arrested, but one of his first arrests from Wild and Out. Uh, October 31st, 1989. He was going to kill himself. Unsuccessful, of course. He believed that the only way to peak, the only way to prove that you were really about it was to kill yourself so your soul could travel on. And again, he had the Messiah complex. Yeah. Of course, Jesus Christ nailed to a cross, rose three days later. He's supposed to also come back later and save the world. And Gigi had promised that many times over the years. Now, of course, uh, other famous musicians have gone down this road. Uh, John Novostat from Dissection talked about him in our black metal episodes. Did kill himself. Did do did that. follow through. Sacrificed himself to Satan, literally, to come back into the cosmos as an eternal dragon, prince of hell. Uh, Glenn Bitten of Deicide said at age thirty three. The prime age. He would kill himself as a sacrifice to Satan. Didn't do it. No. He's like 60 now. Got kids, lives in a trailer park, goes to PTA meetings. Yeah. You know he lives in a trailer? Duh. (laughs) You don't burn a cross in your forehead if you got a nice place. Yeah, I mean, it's depressing that Deicide is only bringing in trailer park money. Man, there's some nice trailers, brother. Yeah, that's a good point. Not yours. Mine sucks, man. Yeah. I'm getting us that the fuck out of there, though. Man, good on you. I'm doing it. Because uh, I feel bad for you guys. We can move into this one. <laughs> Pissing this Brita forever. Yeah, Gigi ended up being arrested over 50 times in his life. Things, of course, got worse. Uh, he was convicted of assault with intent to do great bodily harm, less than murder. Which, you know, is essentially, I beat you to death almost, but I'm not trying to. Yeah. Right? Like, maybe I'm under the influence of a drug and I wild out. I don't think he was. He may have been, but. Yeah, dude, he definitely was. I mean, he probably, I mean, he, he was definitely an addict he throughout his whole drug. life. But, yeah. dude, he could have done that with that, with being sober, though. He could have, but probably didn't. Yeah. Uh, but, but I'm talking about the charge. That's yeah. generally what the charge is. Heroin well, don't really do that to you, man. When they say, uh, okay, but, but when they say, okay, this is, but I'm just, the charge, man, that's what I'm saying. Uh, intent to do great bodily harm less than murder is when you goddamn near kill somebody mm-hmm. uh, and you intended to hurt them, uh, but you didn't intend to kill them. Yeah. They didn't die. Like, it's it's like manslaughter, but they didn't die. Yeah. Basically. Uh, it was a female acquaintance and fan. After he performed a show in Detroit, basically over the course of several days, he had sex with her while she was handcuffed to a bed. He burned her with cigarettes, cut half moon shapes under her breast with a jagged beer can, and of course chugged her blood. Allen denied the charges, insisting the woman consented and did the same thing to him, which might be half true. Yeah, man. 
I'm not, and I'm not on some victim blaming shit. I'm not on some non-belief shit. I'm just saying that they, they, they do. They were probably doing drugs. Yeah. Wait, you're going to a show. You know what the fuck he's about. You know. Well, went with him afterwards. He didn't kidnap her. No. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But fuck him, any. I'm not on. I'm not on his side. I'm no. not on his team. I mean, fuck. The, I mean, most. Most of his later career in the '90s, he was dating a 17-year-old girl. Yeah, and he was 30 fucking five years old. He's a piece of shit. He's a piece of shit. I'm not riding for him. No. Uh, During the trial, he underwent a psychiatric evaluation. Uh, He was judged to have average intelligence, and uh, you know they they described him as courteous, cooperative, and candid. Which you know, candid because he's disgusting. Yeah. Uh, Courteous and cooperative. And average intelligence. I think that Gigi was above average intelligence. Yeah. And I think that he played him. Yeah. I mean, he said he knew how to manipulate people. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, a psychopath, sociopath, antisocial, professionals at manipulating people. I think people always associate dumb with crazy, and sometimes that's the case. But just crazy, you can be smart and crazy, too. Right. <sighs> Yeah, uh, he caught a fucking, he caught two years for that shit. Yep. Spent two years in a motherfucking Michigan prison, and he wrote a lot. Yeah, he wrote a lot. There's a, I think there's a book about his entries. Yeah. A book, uh, you can find it all online, like we did, you did, and and printed out. Uh, And most importantly, in this two years, he he fucking came up with a manifesto, and now, manifesto is never good news. No. There's there's not a positive manifesto out there. No. Nope. <laughs> if it's positive, it's a mission statement. Yeah. You know? Ian Mackay. Fuck Ian Mackay. <laughs> Don't bring up Ian Mackay around me. Uh, Gigi Allen's a better person than Ian Mackay. Okay. I agree with that. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that. Fuck my earth That shit sucks. Yeah, but most of all, fuck Ian Mackay. Yeah. Uh, the also music sucks. actually, surprisingly, I revisited it if you want to check out. The demo of my new podcast, it's uh, posted up. The sound will get better, and it's going to be, a, you know, that's the only one I'm going to post on Death Metal Dicks. I just wanted to at least show the people that are into what my fucking dumb voice, uh, and then, you know, I'll post it on my own feed. Uh, yeah, if you like hardcore, that's what we're talking about. If you want to take, a, if you want to hear someone take a shit on Ian McKay, it's all there. Oh, man, you do a good job, because it's true. Totally true. Rich piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the GGL Manifesto. I'm going to give it to you now. That's what we're going to close on. Uh, again, Death Metal Dicks, we take true crime. We match it with a death metal song. Uh, I hesitate to call DJ Allen death metal. It's something else. It's right? something else. And uh, the name of the song we chose tonight is Suck My Ass It Smells. <laughs> 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 it's literally funny every time. Yeah, man, it's good. He's got a lot of funny songs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he's the uh, Weird Al of crime. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> he's empty <definitely> serious. <laughs> yeah, that's why I said of crime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, but before I get to his manifesto, we'll close on that. So, uh, man, thank you guys so much for a fucking year, man. We did it. 52 weeks. Yeah. Uh, big milestone. Yeah. Love everyone that listens, especially love the people that go to patreon.com backslash death metal dicks and have given a fiscal contribution to us. Uh, that's incredible. Yeah. Uh, I say it every time. Can't shut you guys out enough. Uh, you're essentially producing the podcast because everything, I mean, all this shit costs money. 
If you're if you're trying to do a podcast, I wholeheartedly encourage you to do it. Uh, I think, in fact, if you have the inkling to do anything creative, stand-up comedy, music, uh, you should fucking go for it, man, because you got time. You know, don't throw everything away and dive into it. Keep your job. Talent's not everything. Uh, Look at Gigi Allen's career. Yeah, because Gigi, if he would have not done, he would have been rich. Man, his music went downhill. But, man, people love that show. He would have been rich, man. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Like, like, let's say if Gigi would have turned it around, yeah, he'd be rich. Yeah. I don't know, man. I AIDS. Th- <laughs> I think he could sell that legacy. I mean, the dude had to have AIDS or something. Yeah, but I, th- I think he could sell that legacy, man. I really yeah. do. I think if he would have turned it around and not died. And did a prog album? No, I don't think music. I don't. I don't think that. I don't think his money would have come from, um, continuing to make music. He would have been a preacher. Nah, I think he would have cashed out on just like there. There was so much footage of what he did. Yeah. If he would have owned the rights to it, and he would have cleaned himself up, and he would have come back, and taken like a like a documentary dude with Gigi talking about it himself, that would have caked out. Yeah. You know? And he could have been like a speaker. I mean, there's, I mean, I want to think that people can recover from a severe mental illness. Oh, man, I don't think he could. <laughs> I'm just telling you, if he did, there would have been an avenue for him to make a yeah. good living off of this shit. He'd be killing people and, uh, and wearing but a yeah, suit. But yeah, but go, go for your dreams. Uh, also, work a job at the same time. That's what we're up to. Um, supporting a family is hard. It's hard. And any fiscal contribution that you're willing to give helps us out tremendously. I haven't gotten one in a long time. Uh, but the same consistent people take care of it, and, and that's beautiful. Yeah. Because uh, everything we do, basically that's what I'm getting at, is that everything that you do, like the idea you would think is that you could just want to make a podcast, record it, doesn't sound hard. It is. Yeah. Uh Making content is incredibly difficult, and then you should just be able to post it online into the ethosphere, and everyone should be able to get access to it freely, uh, because it comes through a lot of free programs. Basically, everywhere you get a podcast is free. Yep. Uh, and that part's true, but it costs you money to put it out there, and it's not a complaint. It's just the nature of the game. So just keep that shit in mind if you want to do a podcast. And yo, listen, if you ever have any questions for me. Or buddy, I mean, so many people can attest to this. Again, I'm, I'm busy as fuck. It may take me a little bit, but I, I will respond to you, and I'll fucking help you out with whatever I can. If you have a question about how to make a podcast, how to do comedy, any of that shit, uh, I, you know, I'm not Gigi Allen level punk, but uh, I'm with it. I think that everyone's got a voice. I think everyone has got a chance, uh, reason to do things. If I can answer some questions for you, because a lot of times what keeps you from doing something is you just don't know. What keeps you from doing something creative is you have no idea how to do it. Well, if it's comedy or podcasts, uh, I can help you out with that with some simple advice. Not even advice, just uh, some direction, because Lord knows we've needed it at times. Yeah, uh, I've had people help me out with that. I'm happy to pass it along. So if you ever, any man, if you ever need someone to talk to, reach out to me and Buddy. Uh, I mean, yeah, man, I'm, I've, uh, I'm not going to say names, but there's people that uh, listen to the show, man, they've reached out and said, hey, man, can you do something, can you help me out with 
with a buddy or or anything like that, or they need some help with a mental problem or a drug addiction issue. Man, I'll I'd like I'll give you my fucking phone number and I'll yeah. talk to you. You know, no, nah, we're about it, man. Uh, you know, we're not big by any means. No, uh, and even if we were, the the reason that I do this shit is because I literally am trying to create a community of people that I care about. So, uh, no bullshit. Reach out or email deathmetaldicks at gmail.com. Death Metal Dicks is what it is on all social media. We got a real cool Facebook group. A lot of great people. Yeah. Um, and, and just search Death Metal Dicks under groups on Facebook. Uh, I'm K-R-I-S Pierce. Buddy, spelled like Buddy normally would be Lloyd with one L. Yep. Uh, man, we're, we're happy to talk to you about anything. Uh, love to hear from people that listen to what we do. Also, uh, the patrons that help us out every week, patreon.com backslash deathmetaldicks. It's a donation platform. Helps us out with everything. I don't like asking for money, uh, but it's a reality. Yeah. It helps, and uh, we deliver a service. We got some tears on there. We'll shout you out on every podcast. We'll uh, make an episode just for you. We'll, we'll fuck with you. You know what I mean? Uh, because we know we owe people at that point. Yeah. And on top of that, I mean that in a real sense, not like a capitalist transaction. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, but Matt Mess, down for a long time. Yeah. Helps us out on Patreon week after week. Beautiful human being. We talk to, I mean, these are also people that we talk to all the time. Now, yes. As uh, a result of this. Daily. Year. And it's not a fiscal thing at all. These are great people. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the world is a motherfucker. And, and uh, I, I do the same shit. Like, the things that I put money towards are my friends that make wonderful art. And uh, I understand how hard that shit is. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And and, and uh, Bobby Henderson again, one of our first patrons into it since day one. Great person, Camp Catron, Catron, same shit. Ash Rude, Ryan Parker, someone I've known forever. Yeah, uh, several prolific hardcore bands. Understands the process of art. One of my favorite human beings. One of the greatest people in the world. Beautiful. Yeah, I love him. I mean, literally, if, in my top ten Rolodex of people. Yeah. No, like he knows that we're total scumbags. Yeah. Still helps. Oh, us he's out. a total scumbag. Yeah, in a way. <laughs> in like a yeah. yeah. Loves the smell of fart. He loves it. <laughs> he loves uh, it. Casey Gaden, that is my wife's uncle. Real cool that he listens because uh, I would not want me to be married to someone in my family. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I didn't. Did I miss? I just have been talking about each person, so I mean. Oh my God, I don't know, man. Ash, Cam, Bobby, Matt, Casey. No, I think that's it. That's a hot. That's the top tier of patrons. Yeah, that's where you get a shout out every week. And on top of that, man, I mean that just straight across like those group of people. Every single bit of what they're doing for us goes like that is how we pay to do this shit. Yeah, love you guys. What else happens on the top tier patrons? I forgot. Uh, we will. Do a podcast about any subject you want. Okay. You can also give us a song to inject into a podcast. So even if, you, if you're in a band? Even if you're in a band. If okay. you got a band, and again, we get like 20,000 listeners a week. If you want us to play your band's song on our fucking podcast, a real sneak way to do that is to suggest that to sync up with a crime. Yeah. Give us the lyrics, you know, so I can find the right thing to sync it up. Because I care. Yeah. I give a fuck. I Will not well, even just fucking put like, out shit content. We'll even do that shit, and then if you have a CD or a record, man, send it to us. We'll do a review of it. Man, we'll review it. 
uh, we'll hype it, whatever. You know, yeah. I, I'm I'm in it anyway. Just uh, stay in the contact loop with us because I always feel like uh, there, there's also illusions out there in the world. Like you might listen to a podcast and think that, like I know I I have a small understanding of the insides of the entertainment world. Uh, like like here's a good example. So to me, before I started doing comedy, my favorite comedian was Doug Stanhope. Yeah. Um, he seemed to be as big as a celebrity could get, to me. Mm-hmm. Like, not a movie star, but a, uh, everyone knows who he is. Um, you know, like you, you just don't know. Like, he seemed like the same level of celebrity that like Johnny Depp would seem to me. Yeah. So seems untouchable to me. So I would never approach him for anything. Start doing comedy, end up opening for him incredibly nice person one two it, that's a, probably a person that you could easily reach out to anytime but that's not something that a lot of people know you know you understand what i'm getting at yeah so if you're listening to this and you you came across it not knowing who me and buddy uh we're just normal motherfuckers man average fucking it, it, it ain't some celebrity shit so don't ever feel weird i live in a trailer man yeah <laughs> Yeah, 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 exactly. Don't ever feel, with ants. Just don't ever feel like we're fucking too cool for anything, because definitely not. That's not the case. And I'm only saying that because I, I've been like that before, you know? Yeah. Like, I've seen, I've like if, I, like, if I didn't know how podcasts work, and I just found a podcast, I would instantly think whoever involved was in some deep, entrenched entertainment, you know? So I'm just breaking that down. Not the case. All right? For sure. So hit us up. Yeah, man, we want to hang out. We, we want to hang out. Not, it, yeah, we just straight up across the board. We'll, we'll come to your town. We'll do a show for like essentially nothing. <laughs> yeah, you know? we're just trying to get out there, meet people, have a good time, build a community, and that's it. Uh, you know the song "Bite My Ass It Smells." Suck my ass. Suck my ass. It smells. You I'm said I haven't read the manifesto yet. I'm getting drunk. No, I'm saying we're yeah. in. The, that's a song, and I'm gonna take you out <laughs> on Gigi Allen's. Manifest. I'm going to do my best not to laugh during this show. I did pretty good reading the other thing. Yeah, I mean, that's, a, that's the worst. There was a couple of parts, I know, but <laughs> there was a couple of parts where I had to suck it up. Crusty cunt panties. Yeah, crusty cunt panties. That sounds like uh, that sounds like a SpongeBob character. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a crusty cunt panties over there. All right, so GGL's Manifesto. If you believe in real underground rock and roll, then now is the time to do something about it. The time is now to overthrow the current situations and declare war on the record companies, radio stations, publications, clubs, and anyone who promotes the so-called quote-unquote scene as it now stands. We need to destroy it all and take back from the corporate phonies and conformists. But action must be taken now, and blood must be spilled. First, let me tell you who I am. I was born Jesus Christ Allen in 1956, Lancaster, New Hampshire. The Jesus Christ they preach about in the Bible is a phony imposter. Just a crutch for the cripple to lean on. Fuck that weak shit. I am the man to deal with. I created myself inside the womb from the fires of hell. 
There are no separations between Jesus Christ, God, and the devil because I am all of them. I'm here to take rock and roll back and prove to the world that I am the real king through the powers I have acquired. When I was born in 1956, rock and roll started taking off. Why do you think that was? Because I created it. I created Elvis. I made it all happen. Even before I was born, I was plotting. But through the years, everyone has let it all go. That's why I am ready to take it all back. Nobody has held on. Nobody has had the endurance to finish what they were setting out to do. They all let me down or I took their lives for a purpose. I was the one who was throwing all the monkey riches into the gears. But money and commercialism made them all sell out. Even Iggy let me down. The Sex Pistols let me down. Sid let me down when he fell in love. That's why they are all dead. And now we have the Ramones praising bands like Guns N' Roses, which runs against everything they were set out to destroy. But now it's 1991. This is the decade for the final bloody mutilation. Time to get rock and roll out of the hands of the masses and back to the people who will not accept comfort or conformity at any cost. Then I will commit suicide on stage and the blood of rock and roll will become the poison of the universe forever. Take a look around and see what's happening. Spineless record companies kissing the mainstream's ass, being pressured by the money, media, and politicians, so-called cutting-edge radio stations, as fucking lame as the stations they oppose? Censorship. Publications kissing the monkey suits asses who, in turn, are kissing someone else's ass. Even so-called underground publications have no fucking desire to get blood on their hands. They're too busy crying about how we can make the world a more wonderful place and how politically correct they can be. Talk is fucking cheap. It's time to fight the fight. It's time for revenge. We need to overthrow rock and roll as it now stands. We must bring down record companies for by not buying their products. A boycott. If you have to record, steal it. Oh, I'm sorry. If you have to have a record, steal it. That way, they won't get your money. We've got to stop feeding them. Your support must now go to me, G.G. Allen, the commanding leader and terrorist of rock and roll. Why do you think I'm in prison right now? Because they know who I am and they fear my reality. Our society wants to stop my mission. They want to brainwash you and keep you locked into MTV and their stagnating safe worlds. It's a ploy to kill rock and roll. I am the savior. That is why I am considered a threat to society. This is what you should do. Go to your record store and buy all the Gigi Allen's recordings you should find. If they don't have any in stock, tell them to order some. If they refuse, then do what you have to do. Call radio stations and demand Gigi Allen. Spray paint Gigi Allen everywhere. Make them aware that the disease and the scumfuck tradition is still spreading. Write Gigi Allen on all your dollar bills. Any bills you have. People do not throw money away, so it would be a free way to get the message out. 
You must do it in your everyday life. We must live for the rock and roll underground. It can be dark and dangerous again. It can be threatening to our society as it was meant to be. It must be uncompromising. And with me as your leader, it will happen. I am ready to lead you, my allies, into the real rock and roll underground. Let's get started. Yeah, well... You God, I wasn't a teenager on this time. I would have been all up in it. Yeah, I don't hate it, but it's so obvious that I mean, it's a pretty smooth cash grab. Oh yeah, fuck all this shit. I I'm mean, the only real one. Buy my albums. Well, like later on, he just pretty like he said his all his heroes let him down, but the he was he loved Hank Williams. Yeah, you know that's sure. the only person throughout. He died. Yeah, Hank Williams and Elvis, man. Like he that was it man, that was honks. Man, his art okay. Don't. Early stuff is good. No. I'm talking before. No. Yeah, it's good. No. Not going to have it. Okay. Well, guys, that's another episode. We're glad you tuned in. Here is Suck My Ass It Smells. We'll see you next week. Suck My Ass It Smells. Suck My Ass It Smells.